0: doing something I'm looking around at those that have near. maybe you're not paying attention maybe you sleep at the wheel but God is doing something We began this abiding series in John 15. Don't turn there. We're discussing how we want to abide. I just want to be where you are. Somebody say, I just want to be where you are. See, come on, say it like you mean. I just want to be where you are. Psalm 1611 would tell us that in the presence of God is the fullness of joy, and at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So we began this series discussing abiding with him. We quickly determined people of God that abiding comes with responsibility. That's often the part that we don't like. Lord, I want to be where you are. Good. Clean this up. And that. Lord, I I need this from you. Wonderful. Stop doing this. And stop doing that. Abiding comes with the responsibility, people of God, that we must be sanctified. We know that the Bible says, in me there is light and no darkness at all. So I can't be where God is and I refuse to live at God's standard. But as I told us a few weeks ago, some of us stop short. We tell the Lord, Lord, I want to be saved, and that changes your position. So now you've been positionally sanctified, but you've made no progress. It takes the Holy Ghost, I'm recapping, to progress us in God. But many of us don't want to progress. We don't want to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. As a matter of fact, I hope somebody hears me what I'm about to say. We would rather, Keisha Pettis, redefine what the Bible says than live by it. Man, that thing felt right. In other words, I hear more people saying the Bible never meant that. Only to justify how we want to live. So we would much rather come up with our own theology than just live the Bible way. We should all in this room desire to be vessels of honor. We should all say, God, use me. But this desire to be an honorable vessel or fit for the master's use, as it says in Timothy, is not for heaven. Watch this. You see up on the screen, my question is, what about now? Something's wrong. People of God, where I see people and we start talking about, I want to be holy, but watch this. You poke a little bit. Many of us only want to be holy to get to heaven. Sanctification we see as our key to the sweet by and by. Lord, I want to I wanna live holy because I don't want to go to hell. I want to be sanctified because I don't want to go to hell. I want to clean my life up so I don't go to hell. But what, Eric, about now? In other words, if heaven was not in the equation, would holiness not be in your purview? In other words, if there was no penalty to you acting a fool, would you act a fool because it is so embedded in your worldly DNA that you feel that it is who you are instead of who God made you? I'll give it to you another way. Some of us are only cleaning our act up out of fear and not out of uh, understanding that it is about now. Oh, yeah, we're going to go somewhere today. What about now? What about today i know a few weeks ago i talked about him coming back for his church without a spot or wrinkle but what about now you don't want to be holy now does that not matter has the accountability and discipline of the church become so lax that we recognize that a lack of holiness in the earth carries no penalty In other words, I can live however I want down here because after all, as long as I can find somebody who says they're a Christian that is doing what I do, I feel justified. We look around, help me God, at people who have been positionally sanctified and think that their new position is our blueprint. But that was never what God told us. He said, As he is, so are we in this world. He said, be ye holy now, for I am holy. Should we not be challenged to live holy now and free from sin? Should we not be challenged to recognize that holiness is not just for heaven? but for earth that's the issue we have folks who think loving your neighbor as you love yourself is so you get a bigger mansion in heaven I can actually remember growing up and hearing people talk about that the works that you do down here would enlarge your mansion in heaven I want y'all to think about this for a minute can I take my time I only got two pages of notes. That's how I was brought up. So we do more works, Guan, you know. That's why we got people taking pictures when they serve. They're hoping, help me God, to enlarge their heavenly mansions. This is why we got people going all over social media talking about what they did because they're hoping to enlarge their heavenly mansions help me God in other words we are selfish it's never about having a character that pleases God on earth it is all about let me make sure that by the time I get to heaven I got one more flex I can look at my neighbor and say I outdid you You only got a four bedroom mansion and I got five. He trimmed your slippers in gold, but mine is full. We're gonna have some upset people when you walk around, get to heaven, and see some people that you don't think should be there. Gonna be some angry saints when you look around and see some folks who you think were unqualified. Let me go ahead and step into some prophetic preaching. It's gonna be some real angry folks. When the evangelicals get up there and figure out that there's no evangelical section. Oh Lord. And the Baptists are looking for the Baptist section and can't find it. Huh? And the cultic folks is wondering, you got to be born into it, and they can't find their section. And the PAW is looking for the PAW section and we can't find it because after all, the body is not divided. Help me, God. The Bible says a house divided, help me, against itself cannot stand. Here's the problem. Overseer Ganey, here's the issue. Watch this. We not a house. We're not a house. That's why we're so divided. We're not a house. We can't even come together and agree on who Jesus is. We can't even come together and agree about power. And even as I've been going through this series and God arrested me this week, he says, what about now? I want you to write this down if you don't mind. Holiness. Is our earthly difference maker I could run there holiness is our earthly difference maker now I get to go to my first verse I didn't finish this last week and it is y'all's fault First John, chapter three, verse four. Everyone, help me. I'm sorry I didn't give my disclaimer. Seat backs, tray tables, upright, locked position. This is the verse that y'all don't want in y'all bibles. I'm sorry. It's going to be a little turbulent because we are hoping that these verses aren't in there. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness, lawlessness and sin is lawlessness verse 5 you know that he appeared in order to take away what in him there is no what huh there's no sin in him I know y'all wondering why I started in John 15 If you abide in me there's no sin in him Bishop, I'm struggling. I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling. You're not in it. Keep, I keep struggling. I keep struggling because you know, Bishop, I keep falling right here. You're not in <laughs> Watch. Here's what I have found out. Many of us think that we've given our life to Christ because we gave him a portion. You gave God your Sunday, but he don't have your Friday night. Huh? You gave him, you gave him your dinner table, but not your bedroom. Y'all not in here. Oh, I'm going to preach today. Yes, I am. You know, your dinner table. Time to eat. Lord, bless the food that we're about to receive. Help it. Nourish our body. Right there at the dinner table. Lord, keep us from the Jesus I mean you go to jerking and snatching at the dinner table but he ain't got your bedroom cause been some people in there that shouldn't be okay I'm just saying that we got some problems what about now oh see, and see listen don't try to clean it up for heaven let me, let me see. because watch this the mistakes that you're making on earth have earthly impact Hey, hey 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 you wondering glory why we can't get forward you wondering why you can't see power you're wondering why we can't see glory you're wondering why people don't get healed you're wondering why people don't get delivered but we're making some earthly decisions that are having some earthly impact but I am here to tell you holiness is the earthly differentiator holy 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 like right here holy right here Now I want to be holy for heaven once you get to heaven it's a whole lot of stuff that ain't gonna matter there's no flesh in heaven so holiness ain't gonna be a struggle you know that he appeared in order to take away sins in him there is no sin let me keep going because I'll get stuck no one Lord help us no one, underline it in your Bible, because y'all gonna think I made it up. No one who abides in him sins. Right, Eric. I heard him all the way in the back. Wow. No one who sins has seen him or knows him no one watch this when you've had a legitimate encounter with the Lord it's just some stuff that should stop this is why we're confusing the world I'm just reading the Bible y'all we confuse the world when we say I gave my life to Jesus positional sanctification but I still struggle with this that means you have not allowed the Holy Ghost to progress you progressive sanctification and you don't believe in ultimate sanctification Where your, your flesh is dead Awaiting the new body Come on now And so what you're like is I'm just going to have this struggle my whole life Let me mess up some more theologians Stop saying That the thorn in Paul's flesh Is the sin That you won't stop doing I keep seeing people talk about Well Paul had a thorn in his flesh Sin is a choice And let me get primary. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that the thorn in Paul's flesh was sin. Nowhere does the text tell us that. And Paul was asking God to remove it. But the Lord said, the reason I won't remove it is because it'll make you arrogant. Here's how I know it wasn't sin. Watch this. In me there is light and no darkness at all. If the thorn in Paul's side was flesh, he would have been disqualified from communing with God. Paul couldn't have spent time in God's presence if sin was ever present in him. Paul had some issues. Paul made some mistakes. And I'm sorry because some of us have elevated Paul over Jesus. That's also erroneous. But let us be clear. today. You sin because you want to. And in this day that we live in, Where there is famine and pestilence in the land. God is looking for some holy folks. You keep messing up not because you ain't got no choice it's because you won't make a choice help me God you keep doing it not because you don't have the strength to get out but because you won't call on the strength to get out God is Psalm 121 come on now the hill that I should look up to from whence cometh my help all of my help cometh from the Lord see you done called your friend you need to call on Jesus you have posted on social media you need to call on Jesus. Why? Because holiness! I don't like this type of preaching. Get over it. Because something's going on in 2020. We're telling people to write bigger checks, but not be holy. We're telling people to dance and shout and dip and tuck, and I ain't got nothing wrong with a good old dance. I will run and dance with the best of them. But you can dance and sing. As a matter of fact, watch this, you don't even have to be holy to praise God when psalms 150 says praise ye the lord ha 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 the word praise in the hebrew there is shabak it literally only means to make a loud ecstatic utterance a sinner can Shabbat god a sinner full of hell can shabak god but it takes a born again relationship with our lord and savior jesus christ to worship to get into his presence listen Listen, he hears your praise, but praise is not the key to presence. He hears your praise, but praise is not the key to present no bishop you wrong the bible says he inhabits the praises of his people let's do a little word study watch this praise ye the lord shabbat he inhabits the praises praises right there Hebrew tehillah tehillah is not the same as shabbat shabbat is loud tehillah is the resident song of the spirit I cannot tehillah God unless I have had a spiritual cleansing come on now the flesh will never tehillah God this is where we get wrong with translating the Bible into our own vernacular and then trying to make it fit our own narrative I would like to apologize on the behalf of all theologically illiterate worship leaders who have told you that God was there because you were loud you can be loud and God ain't interested you can have a service that you like that God deplores oh, I, you, can, you can your favorite song can come on and God can say I have nothing to do with that no one verse 6 no one who abides in him sins no one who sins has seen him or knows him watch we're going to go further little children Make sure no one deceives you. Tell us why. The one who practices righteousness is righteous. Practice, practice. Who makes righteousness your habit. The one who practices righteousness is righteous. Just as he, capital H, personal pronoun relating to the deity. He right there is the Lord. So watch this. The one who practices, the one who makes righteousness your habit is like Jesus. We want to be like people. Hold on, Paul said, follow me. Yeah, what's the West? As I follow Christ. Let's go on. The one who practices sin... Caleb didn't like it either. The one who practices sin is of the devil. I can't believe you said that, Bishop. I didn't. First John did. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose. Underline it. For this purpose. Why did he come? To destroy the works of the devil. So if Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, how in the world can you tell me that he's okay with you being in sin? How can you tell me I, I commune with God every day and he ain't destroyed that yet? He know my heart right. He absolutely does. And if you're in his presence, he'll destroy everything in you that is not like him. So you can't tell me that you are having daily communion with the Father and God is not daily checking you. If you got some stuff in you that ain't right, every day you should come out of your time with God. Like, whoo! All right. But I'm confused by people who say they have relationship with the Father. And then justify their sin. He understands. The Bible says, watch this. for this purpose, the Son of God appeared, to destroy the works of the devil. I want you to just be a little self-reflective. Don't tell me, don't raise your hand, somebody going to be judgmental. There's some people in here who still got some stuff that you ain't free from. And normally that's because when you get into God's presence, you won't let him have it. You come into the presence of God, and God tries to destroy it, and you're like, oh, wait, no, because see, if you destroy that, that attitude is how I protect myself. I can't give you that, Lord, I can't can't give you that, because that's the only way I know how to fight. So, Lord, I can't give you that attitude. ain't forgive them because you see if I forgive them I'm going to feel like they ran over me and I'm not mentally strong enough to be able to handle seeing them knowing that they did wrong by me and so God you're going to have to let me hold on to my cussing and you're going to have to let me hold on to my fussing and you're going to have to let me hold on to my bitterness because those are the only weapons I'm proficient in. I'm way more proficient in clapping back than praying in the Holy Ghost. And God, if I give it to you, you're going to rob me of my worldly proficiency with an expectation of heavenly elevation. You're going to rob me of what I've been good at. I'm good at this. I'm good at getting you back. Come on now. Is there anybody in here who's not afraid to admit that when you sin, you were good at it? See, some of y'all bougie. I get it. I get it. Some of y'all right in here were professionals. You was professional in your drum. Come to the Lord. I mean, you good. Smooth with your clap back. Could tell somebody off with a straight face. Huh? Cut you deep. And be glad about it. See y'all, y'all playing with me today, but then you come to the Lord, and the Lord says, "Pray for them who, despitefully, wait, 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 wait." But hold on, He's trying to destroy the work of the devil. Lord, don't take that. Don't take that. See, here's the thing: God wants to repurpose what you thought was powerful. I that felt good. I'm going to do it again because some of y'all didn't hear me. I said, God wants to repurpose what you thought was powerful. Come on now. If, if when you were in sin, you were bold, he wants to make you bolder in righteousness. He wants to make you bolder in righteousness. It's some folk in here. Somebody can look at you funny on the dance floor and you be ready to fight. You slap them when they were considering. Somebody make a consideration and you already done slapped them. But then you let the devil in your kid's house You won't fight You won't fight the enemy but you'll fight people When Ephesians says We wrestle not against flesh and blood You cuss me out but ain't got nothing To say about the devil Y'all, it's quiet, it's quiet, it's quiet It's quiet You go all over Facebook Talking about you got to get somebody told But the devil is running rampant In your own house Ain't said nothing to him all year you done, made, you done made 452 million posts about all of the atrocities in the world. But ain't said nothing about the atrocities in your heart. Preach. I'm going to preach today. That's right. You done told me every day how you want to catch the killers who shot Breonna Taylor. But you ain't talked about the killer who's keeping you out of holiness. Y'all not in here. Listen, I ain't saying it's right. But I'm saying let's get our priorities right. Maybe the reason why we got a lack of holiness on police departments is because we didn't get them holy when they was in the pew. Maybe. Maybe the reason that we got a lack of holiness in government is because we're preaching a watery, perfumey gospel that does not convict people in the pew. Huh? Huh? So you got social media and and, and social justice shirts? You got social justice masks? But you ain't got no justice in your soul. Ain't nothing wrong with social justice, but it's wrong when you a hypocrite. Oh, I'm going to preach today. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You're being more divisive because you're approaching a problem hear me that requires spiritual power. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. There is a problem in this earth that demands the power of the Holy Ghost but you're trying to approach the problems of this earth with the weapons of the flesh and it will not work. You want to approach the police with a sign? No! I approach the police on my knees you want to approach the government with a mask I approach the government on my knees we gonna protest but we won't pray if I somebody not gonna like me after today if I got on social media with what God has given me and said we're going to start in my church we're going to march downtown I could pack out yeah, fill it up. we'd have people everywhere where, marching down third street but if I said meet me at 5 a.m. for prayer in the sanctuary. Bishop, does it have to be so early? Can't you do seven? Do you know why you pray early? Not as a badge, as a sacrifice. You telling God when you open your eyes this is serious (laughs) yeah yeah this is serious business I got something I got to do and it can't wait until everybody else wake up I got something I got to say to you and this is serious business and I want you to know even from my waking up that I mean to hear your voice today I'm not leaving the holy sanctuary until you speak and I would like to come against every hypocritical marsher every hypocritical bandwagoner every Every hypocritical poster who refuses to operate in holiness but you think you're going to get a result in the flesh no results in the flesh I don't like this word be alright he came to destroy the works of the devil so let's just say Because some people don't believe that the devil's at work right now. I do. I believe the devil's at work. So, oh, it's going to get uncomfortable. Watch this. If we, Orlando, just told the Lord, we would like to see you destroy the works of the devil in unity, right? That's what he came to do. Here's the part we don't like what if the work he destroys ain't the work we wanted him to destroy because some of the stuff that we want to stop is not the devil's work God is like I caused the Red Sea (laughs) I made Jesus bring Judas along (laughs) I told the prophet to marry the prostitute and then told him she gonna cheat some of the stuff you sick of God is using so if we say God destroy the works of the devil What if he destroys the stuff you want to keep? See, we think that when we ask God to fix something that parallels him doing our will. Oh. In other words, we think God, we want you to fix XYZ and that God is like Absolutely. God is only obligated to operate according to his will. Here's the problem. We're called according to his purpose. So if I'm called according to his purpose, he only operates according to his will. When I try to do something outside of that purpose and his will, I'm now at odds with God. And you're wondering why you got turmoil in your life. Let's keep reading. (laughs) No one. I love these no ones. Verse 9. Who is born of God. Here's where things get sticky. No one who is born of God. Underline born of God. I'm going to hit that. Just a second. Y'all okay? Right. No one. Lord have mercy. We don't like the word no one. Who is born of God. Practices sin. Because, circle it, because his seed, uh oh, abides in him. He cannot sin. He cannot sin because he is born of God. Let this sink in for a second. How many of us were raised that you give your life to Jesus and then you struggle the rest of your life with the sin? Me. Just just, just repent every day. And so we was praying prayers. Lord, pray against the sins of omission and commission. (laughs) Lord Jesus, Lord, I'm praying for the stuff I knew I did and stuff I didn't even know I did. Praying for all Jesus. And Then we went to amen. And we could wake up the next morning. Watch this. Why do you think the nursery rhyme prayer was put in place? What nursery rhyme prayer? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die, before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. What were we really saying? Lord, I probably did something stupid this day. Before I go to sleep, let me make sure I didn't got all of my repenting out. I don't want to be, I don't want to die in my sleep and ain't got my repenting out. Constantine, Constantine famously waited until he was on his deathbed. Not only to repent, but to even be baptized. Constantine lived a life of debauchery. Got on his deathbed and was like, oh, Lord, I'm almost dead. Call for the priest. Call for the priest. Get the water on me. And I repent for everything that I did. Amen. And that's how some of us live. I hear people say, i cuss you out and repent afterwards. So we know it's wrong going in. But the Bible says in verse 9, no one who was born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him. He cannot sin because he's born of God. Now let me go to this verse 10. Let me go to this verse 10. It's the last. By this, here's what things, because I said, what about now? By this, the children of God And the children of the devil are obvious. Oh. 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 The children of God and the children of devil are obvious. Anyone who does not practice righteousness is not of God. Nor the one who does not love his brother. Oh, we don't like that part. So when people say, you can't judge me, I didn't. What you did, did. You can't. No, the Bible says I know a tree by its fruit. You're producing apples and you're mad because I won't call you an orange tree. Apples keep falling down out of, out of your tree and you want to convince everybody that you produce oranges. I didn't judge you. All I did was pick up the fruit that you keep dropping off the tree. So if you don't love your brother, The Bible would say that his seed is not in you. That's not judgment. Huh? That's fruit evaluation. We telling people, oh man, I feel God in my back. We telling people that how they vote determines whether or not they love God. they asked Jesus what about Caesar and he said render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and render unto God's what is God's so you're going to determine someone's place in God based upon how they vote but ignore their place in God based upon how they've been living so now you are a prophet because of a vote But your prophecy only turns on in November. Huh? When they was cheating on their wife, you didn't hear God. When they didn't love their neighbor as they loved themselves, you didn't hear God then. But now in November, you crystal clear. Bishop, I just, I just really wish that you wouldn't talk about this. No, no, no. Here's the problem. Here's, here's, here's where God has me. Holiness is our earthly difference maker. And the issue is that the church, the church has gone full bore tilt world where whatever's popular, that's how we roll. I'm rolling with God the author and finisher of my faith. I'm rolling with God. The same yesterday, today, and forever. And guess what? You know how the Lord had to, had to give me, you know, as I'm praying about everything going on? The Lord said, do you really think I'm surprised? Do you really think that, that I'm worried about what's going on? But let me, let me give you a couple of things and then I'm going to finish. Sin is rebellion against the will of God. If you continue to operate in sin, you are rebelling against God's will. Number two, sin connects you in a relationship with the devil. Sin does not yoke you with righteousness. It yokes you with the devil. Amen. You can't say that you're in sin but also in God. Number three, sin connects you to the ways of the world. When the Bible says that I'm supposed to come out from among them and be separate. Holiness. We don't preach about holiness, unfortunately. As a matter of fact, let me go back to verse 9, please. No one who is born of God practices sin. What's the next word? Because. That's the verse we should really be interested in. No one who was born of God practices sin. What's the next word? Because. Now, how many of us heard growing up, you need to be born again? Come on, show of hands. How many of us believe? have we been born again? Come on, don't be ashamed. Here's the issue. I'm convinced that we didn't tell people what being born again meant. We thought to be born again was to join the church. That's the way we did it. Will there be one? Will there be one? but verse 9 says no one who's born of God practices sin can y'all imagine that altar call will there be someone who's going to stop sinning for the rest of your life that'll never happen that's the altar call that Jesus gave to the woman called adultery go away sin no more can y'all imagine that I'm inviting you to be born again to take on the DNA of someone who will stop you from sinning now you're going to have to want to give it up though because he's not going to snatch it out of you but here's what God showed me I got one more verse I need to give you if we believe. Because the way I was taught being born again was you got to be born again so you can make it into heaven. Right? But what I'm about to show you is when the seed of God is in you, that's even what gives you power on earth. Look at this verse. John chapter 3. Now there was a man of the Pharisees What's his name? He's a ruler. What a Jew, smart dude. Yeah, he was. Nicodemus. Nicodemus asked an important question. This man, Nicodemus, came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi or teacher, we know that you have come from God as a teacher. That's why he called him a rabbi. For no one, watch this, can do these signs. Underline that. No one can do these signs that you do unless God is with you. What did Nicodemus say? He didn't say, Brittany, no one can get to heaven. He said, no one can even do what you do. Watch it, unless God is with him. He didn't say, no one gets a long white robe and golden slippers and gets to walk through the pearly gates. He didn't say that. He said, no one can do what you do. Jesus, you got to have somebody walking with you because you keep operating in signs, wonders, and miracles. And what Nicodemus is telling us is that signs, wonders, and miracles are impossible unless he's walking with you. We've been praying for signs, wonders, and miracles, but not praying for relationship. So we're going through the motions. You got a packed altar, but the person laying hands got sin in their life. And I would like to posit on this wonderful Sunday morning that many of the miracles that we have seen have been grace miracles and not power miracles. I said many of the miracles that we've seen have been grace miracles, not power miracles. In other words, God was operating not because we were a clean conduit through which he could work, but because his grace was sufficient and he just decided that he was going to help somebody despite us. Can you imagine how God could work if we were holy? Can you imagine how God could flow if we were holy on earth? Can you imagine how we would see the Bible come to flourishing right before our eyes? How we could see people healed, delivered, and set free? How we could see the chains and bondage fall off of people's lives if we were holy right now? Look at how Jesus responds to this. Jesus answered and said to him, watch it. Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he can't see the kingdom of God. Oh, Bishop, that doesn't make sense. Let's go back. This man came to Jesus by night and said, Rabbi, we know that you've come from God as a teacher. No one can do these signs unless God is with you. Jesus responds, oh, you want to know how I do what I do? You want to know how I function, the way I function? He says, I'll teach you how to do what I do. Here's his response. Truly, truly, I say unto you, unless one is born again. In John 1, it says, who are born not of blood, neither will of man nor the will of God. In other words, he says, if you want to do what I do, the prerequisite is you must be, that's what he says later in the text, born again. My seed has to be in you. But it says, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He didn't say you can't see the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God is a method. The kingdom of heaven is a place. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness If you were to read that in the Amplified It would say seek first Aim at and strive after First of all God's kingdom And his righteousness God's way of doing and being right In other words the kingdom of God Are the methods of God The kingdom of God is the ways of God The kingdom of God is the will of God So when he said When my seed gets in you You are operating in kingdom methods On earth as it is in heaven. Huh? I know it's tight. But right here, on earth, somebody needs to wake up every day. Lord, I want to do it your way. Right now, I want to do it your way. Because I feel like doing it my way. Huh? So one of, So many of you, we tired. I get it. We weary. Understood overwhelmed got you but our prayer should be hey lord how do we fix this your way because my way that ain't gonna do nothing we got too many people organizing without the holy ghost we got too many meetings over solutions that demand holiness We got too many groups spouting up where Jesus is not at the center. And then we, oh, help me, as the church, are associating ourselves with anything that we think is going to give us momentum, but we won't associate ourselves with holiness. Well, Bishop, what are we to do? Do what the seed in you tells you to do. Oh, I don't know what thats Ha ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Brittany said it earlier my sheep know my voice maybe the reason you don't know his voice is because you're not his sheep yet I've been in church all my life that don't mean nothing you must be born again what about now bishop I'm done what about now what we do now holiness without which no man can see. Holiness. Holiness without which no man can see. Holiness. I want everybody in this room to think about the areas in your life that are not holy. Think about them right now. Think about the relationships in your life that aren't holy. Oh no, Bishop, I, I ain't doing nothing that ain't holy. Okay, let me go ahead and get it real clear. Because if you have people in your life that you're not even willing to reconcile with, if they were to completely repent today, you still ain't on them? That's something wrong with you. Why I always got to be the bigger person? That's our problem. Because since when did being holy equate to being the bigger? Since when? Just telling God, God, I'm going to do it your way. When did that start equating to this ain't faith? why I got to be bigger it's like telling God God why I got to do your will and ultimately oh I got some attitudes in here now (laughs) when you refuse to do his will it ain't got nothing to do with what they did it's got everything to do with your relationship with him I'm going to do God's will because I love him Regardless of you. Why I always got to rise above it. I love Jesus. I need, listen, listen, listen. listen. I'm going to pray. I really am. See, watch. Bow close. I want to make sure that there's no hindrances on the anointing on my life now. So why in the world would I refuse to be holy and then God calls me to lay hands and my hands don't work? Because some of you right now, I I need to say it, God is saying, I have a supernatural anointing on your life but it's held up because you refuse to be holy. I've been trying to use you for the last 10 years and you think that little applause by man was me using you. I ain't even used you yet. You thought you was used because somebody applauded? The angel's been sitting down the last 10 years. If you let me use you, the angels would stand up. But what has happened is because we've lowered the standard, we think that when people hit our low standard, they hit God's. You sure did preach. What does that even mean in 2020? What does that mean? That we danced for 15 minutes? You sure did sing. What does that mean? That you were talented? It means you're skillful in your curlicues. You've perfected your hoops. Are you a preacher? So what has happened to people of God is now we keep giving people titles that don't deserve them. So we've created a church government. God is in my neck. We've created a church government that is void of power but full of people. And when we need the church as the governing arm in the earth to to rise up, right now, the church needs to rise up. Right now, the church needs to rise up. Right now, the church needs to rise up. But you know the issue we have it? We can't figure out who in charge of this joker. Because we got one church over here, my pastor is better than your pastor. Another church over here, my church better than your church. Instead of us being a body gaining and saying, Jesus, hey, 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 Jesus is the star of this show. But we're not really interested in Jesus. We're just interested in filling seats and making sure that money tight. morning I heard a sermon and the Lord, the pastor said in front of thousands of people you don't have a transformed mind if you can't write a check this what we are doing on Sunday morning God knows you got a transformed mind when you a giver does he? So, paramount in holiness is my ability to give an offering? Oh, okay. Last time I checked, paramount paramount in holiness was about being obedient to the will of God. I've been in a bunch of offering lines where God wasn't happy with me. What about now, Bishop? Be holy. Somebody say, Be holy. Hands lifted. I'm going to pray for you. Lord, there are people in this room. I feel them actually struggling with this word, contending with it. Not because they don't know what's right, but because they know it is so right that it's going to make them confront their wrong. Give us the strength. To not just be hearers, but doers of the word. And Lord, if there's anybody in this place that just figured out, I don't really know you. They just figured out they hadn't been born again. Give them the strength to make that decision today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Here's what I'm going to do.